welcome to Let's Talk Physical Media. My name is John. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. What's my name? Say my name. What's my fucking name, Matt? Pink Panther? No. <laughs> <laughs> and my name is <laughs> And my name is Matt. Mm-hmm. What were you getting at with my name thing, though? I was trying to do a bit, but it didn't work out. It, I mean, if you would have clued me in on the bit, maybe I would have played along with you, but... No, nah. nobody knows. No, now it's over. Now there's no funny jokes for anyone to enjoy. Right. <laughs> so, for anyone who's new to Let's Talk Physical Media, this is the show that we do every single Sunday where Matt and I talk about all things physical media, physical media adjacent, and just things we want to talk about throughout the week, you know, that happened to us. physical media, um, I, you know, we started this in the beginning. I kind of want to get back to showing off our, our recent pickups and purchases. We could do that. And you know, actually, you we have started a good doing that, and I think it just because I was going pretty crazy at one point, and I was just buying way too much, and it just it was a little overwhelming to pull everything off the shelf and have a stack this big. Well, we were doing it monthly. If we did it weekly, monthly, it wouldn't be that weekly, bad. Yeah, that's what it was. It was once a month we were showing our like October pickup. Yeah, and that was. September. I think you had an October where you hit over a hundred in a month or something crazy. It was an insane maybe, month. Maybe maybe with box sets, but uh, I don't oh, know you know that. that's what it was. It was Prime Day. You had we got overwhelmed with Prime Day. Prime there Day. There was a fifty percent. Yeah, it all happened in one month. It got a little crazy. Yeah, <laughs> we, we can show up, and you can also talk about some of the movies you got this week. Because I, uh, I'd like to talk. Yeah, go get some of your. Do movies. you want me to pick them up, or because I, I have them cataloged? No, you can do that too. But if you want to show the folks what the what you got, we can always do that also. Um, we can do that. I didn't get anything this week at all. Like not like you. I have to finish cleaning up my James Bond movies. Well, I showed them my. Uh, uh, my Underworld box set that was last, last week. week. I, was, I was proud of that but one. But you went on a... Because Matt... Um, I don't know if you guys all remember the movie The Ringer. That was a popular movie in like the yes. early to mid-2000s starring Johnny Knoxville. It's not here yet. Not here yet, but that's apparently an out-of-print Blu-ray. And Matt got a steal on that because it's going for over 100 right? Yeah, so yeah. Um, I've... Again, I mentioned this before. I've been going through all of Steve-O's Wild Ride podcast while I'm at work. And I got up to the one with Johnny Knoxville. So I was like, oh, yeah, and they mentioned The Ringer. I was like, oh, fuck, I don't have that. And I looked it up, and it was like almost $100. Some of them were over $100 on eBay. Uh, it's out of stock on Amazon and Best Buy and everywhere. I'm like, fuck, this movie's out of print, huh? And, you know, now it's out of print. It's something I, it was in my mind. I had to have it. I know. And you, you know? found it for 33 bucks, right? Maybe. It's not here yet. Uh, I've been checking eBay, and I saw this listing pop up. Some guy in Canada had a couple of them, but a court, like I saw the pictures. He sent me uh, pictures in a private message because the listing had just a, a stock generic image of the, the, the movie poster, but he sent me um, privately pictures, and it was sealed copies. They looked legit. He's, and uh, he actually said, um, yeah, the, the, these are legit copies. We don't sell counterfeit. Because I mentioned them. I said, hey, are these real? Uh, what's the deal with this? Why are they so cheap? And he said, no, we don't sell counterfeit. Here's a picture of them. But uh, just a quick question. Why is everyone messaging me about this movie? Mm. And I said, well, um, apparently it's out of stock. And you have a ridiculously low price on uh, eBay, especially for a sealed copy. So he should honestly at least send it to you for being the one to tip him off about what he has. Well, I I got a I bought it for that whatever price he had it listed listed for. I keep checking; he hasn't raised it, and uh, he had five available at one point, and there's like two more left. So other people have bought from this guy, 
Uh, it shipped the other day from Canada, so I'll probably get it next week sometime maybe. And uh, fingers crossed that it's a legit copy. If not, worst case scenario, PayPal, guarantee, money back. So yeah. I can't lose, you know. Can't lose, it's worth the gamble. You got to know when to hold up. Know when to fold up. I get that. Yeah. Um, one thing I actually wanted to ask you guys right off the top, because me and Matt were having this debate yesterday, and it's coming this week. Uh, the Hitman Heart documentary that was released by Vinegar Syndrome should be here this week, and mm. I was going to review it because I'm really excited, but Matt didn't think that it would do too well. Do you guys want to see us review that this week, or we can review Cocaine Bear because we have an open slot? Yeah, Cocaine Bear, I'm very excited to see that, but again, our new movie reviews don't tend to really hold too much water no um, so but again you know that the vinegar syndrome bret hart documentary it's a hit or miss you know because there is wrestling fans out there but i just feel like a wrestling fan you know i guess i'm a wrestling fan and i collect physical media well this but. is the thing is i was i we're in a vinegar syndrome group i don't know if you are i am uh -huh. and people were talking about how fast that sold out right they were like they said the wrestling fans came out and just grabbed the shit out of this documentary yeah, and so. it's a very famous documentary it's yeah it is it's old too. yeah so that i don't know maybe I don't know. I don't know. I'm thinking about if I get it and you guys want to see me review it, I'm going to review it because I'm going to watch it anyway. I'm actually really excited to watch it again. I haven't seen it in a long time. Mm. And it's a very interesting documentary. So mm -hmm. I'm excited. Also, you get nostalgic because there's a part in there when he's talking on the phone in his kitchen and I'm just like, wow, like, yeah. that's where phones were. Because <laughs> right. yeah. slightly before cell phones, they were there, but eh. The rotary phones. Yeah, oh my shit. God. My grandparents probably still have a rotary my phone. My grandmother does. Yeah? Mm -hmm. They still work. They hold up. You know, old technology holds up a lot better than new technology. It sure does. Like, you have a refrigerator in your garage that's from the 80s. 89, I believe. It's a Sub-Zero, so, you know, it's an expensive refrigerator and, you know, their quality. But still, it is uh, an old fridge. Same age as you. Yeah. And that's pretty goddamn Was old. 32? You trying to remember your own age? You're going to be 34 this year. 33. So I'm 33. Yeah, you're 33 right now. You'll be 34 in November. I know wow. your age. <laughs> Every year since we were young, I was thinking about this the other day because Matt forgets my age all the time. He's like, how old are you going to be? I'm like, 31. Matt has been asking me how old I am on my birthday for like, I remember turning 12 and Matt asking me, how old are you? I know your birthday. You know my birthday, but you don't know the, how old I am each year. And the year. only reason I know your birthday is because it was your gamer tag. Yeah, four two, Big John 4292. Yeah. <laughs> You can figure out what those numbers mean. Now you know my birthday. Yeah. <laughs> same birthday, not year, as Pedro Pascal found that out this week because I was doing some research. He's got the same birthday? April 2nd. Really? Yeah, yeah so I was doing some research on him because Pedro Pascal kind of, he came out of nowhere. He's a little bit older. And right? Like, yeah. And like all of a sudden now he's the biggest star because he's on two of the biggest shows mm. between The Mandalorian and Last of, Last of Us, which we're both in love with. Having a great time with that. Yeah, oh my god. And this past week, uh, spoilers for this past week's, did you get to see the end? What did you think of the end of this week's episode? With Sam and uh, Henry. Henry. I mean, that's kind of how it happened in the game, so I wasn't too surprised. I knew it was going to happen, but mm -hmm. yeah, I think they did a really good job. And the sniper scene outside, though, like that was right out of the game perfectly, except mm -hmm. they changed it from day to night, but I think it worked. No, I think... Uh, was it in day? Yeah, you don't remember charging down the street to the house and then you're facing back towards yeah, the street? Yeah, 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 right. Yeah, right, right, and it was, right. the, but I thought they did it perfectly. They got yeah. the tension. Mm -hmm. I mean, this show is just firing on all cylinders. Yeah, big time. So, and it's been, because we're a physical media channel, I think this might get a 4K release because these are the same people who did Chernobyl. Really? And that, I have that series on 4K. 
and it's a good 4K. Oh, I would get this. Yeah, and I would love to have this on 4K. I want the other two seasons of fucking Stranger Things on 4K, those box sets. Yeah, what the hell? Why'd they stop making them? I don't know. And this is another thing, So, and that's just a Netflix problem. Matt just got Knives Out on 4K. I already have that 4K. And I'm like, you know, what sucks is you're going to have Knives Out on 4K, but we'll never get Glass Onion because it's a Netflix film. Some Netflix movies come to 4K or Blu-ray, like for the Criterion Collection or in the case of Stranger Things. Was that Target? Who released? Target. Yep. Target exclusives. Like, But other than that, like, I want Knives Out on 4K because I want to have them both. I like them both, and I think they would look nice on 4K. Mm. But I guess we'll just never get that. Probably not. So not a big week for news, except if, unless you're a Criterion fan, because Criterion announced their May releases, and I know Matt loves it when we dive into what Criterion does for their May releases. He's a huge fan of Criterion Collection and all of their releases, right, Matt? I mean, I got Dazed and Confused coming. Oh yeah, uh, you're doing this it this week. week. <laughs> yeah, I'm finally excited for a Criterion release. So let's start May second, Wings of Desire. I've actually heard of this movie. Have you ever seen this? Yeah. <laughs> You're actually going to know one of them, too. Branded to Kill is coming out on May 9th. Targets is coming out, and this one is actually one that I I have um, seen. Who is the director of this? Any relation to the store? No, no relation to the store. I'm trying to remember who who directed this. I have the Bond collection up here because we are starting our James Bond uh, movie review series in half-assed movie reviews so if you guys want to do your homework watch dr no before thursday before thursday and then from russia with love is next week you know i think when we get up to it i might grab the daniel craig collection 4k oh you should grab that on 4K. do you have them all no i have on from daniel craig i have the whole daniel craig collection in that box set that i have in a mm-hmm. nice steel book and that only went up to specter but then i mean no it didn't i think it was just his first three and then I bought Spectre on 4K, I bought Skyfall on 4K, and I bought Casino Royale on 4K, all separately. So you didn't get Quantum of Solace. Ain't no time to die. Yeah, I don't like Quantum of Solace. That's not a good movie? Uh, out of Daniel Craig's, that is by far the worst. And it came out of a... So t- wait a minute. You bought every single one except that one. Well, I already own it. <laughs> it's not like I don't have it. Finish the fucking collection. On oh, 4Ks, right? I Jesus should at that point. Well... <laughs> It was unintentional. I was finishing it out because the, my Daniel Craig collection only went up to a certain point, so I had to get the rest of them. And they were on 4K, so I figured might as well. And then Skyfall, I don't want to spoil it, but it's very, very high on my list, and I wanted that on 4K. Gotcha. Although, it's not the greatest 4K. The hmm. Blu-ray's not that bad. So that Targets movie from Criterion was directed by Peter Bondanovich. I was trying to remember that. Actually, you know who that is because on The Sopranos, Tony's psychiatrist... Her psychiatrist that she would go see is Peter Bondanovich. Gotcha. So you actually do know who that is. Okay. Yeah. So he passed away, I think, last year. He also directed The Last Picture Show. Uh, Petite Mammon. I'm going to be 100% honest with you guys. I have no idea what this movie is. I've never seen it, heard of it. So this is the first time. If you guys know it's good, let me know. I'll check it out. And this is one I know. I think you might know. Thelma and Louise. Never seen Thelma and Louise. That's a surprise. That is, is direct. Is it a surprise? Yes, that one is, because it's a very famous movie from the 90s. You don't even... So the ending is iconic. I'm not even going to spoil it for you, but it stars Susan Sarandon and uh, Gene Davis. It's directed by Ridley Scott. The Ridley Scott. 
Really? Iconic film. Oh, you know what? I did see that announcement. Finally, a Ridley Scott movie coming to Criterion. And then it was that. I was like, what the fuck is this? Thelma and Louise? Ugh, you gotta see Thelma fucking Louise. Alien, though. Come on. No, it's not Alien, but it, it's also not Blade Runner. Blade Runner is his best movie, so. Well, I disagree with that. I'm yeah. gonna disagree all you want. Say Alien is his best. Oh, if we're talking facts here, not opinions, Blade Runner is his best movie. How is that a fact? Because I said it. And I only speak facts. Mm-mm. I don't speak opinions. Everything that comes out of this mouth is a fact, Jack. So anyway, that is it for as far as Criterion releases. So you're not going to get Thelma and Louise is what I gathered from that. No, 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 no. All right. And then the other little bit of news that I just want to let you guys know. In the Sony Pictures Classic set, there is a movie called... So the name of that movie is The City of Lost Children, starring Ron Perlman. That movie is getting a Studio Canal 4K Blu-ray release later this year. That movie already has a 4K release in the Sony Pictures Classic set. Okay. So now here's my question. It says that Studio Canal is putting it together. Won't they just use the same scan from Sony? They might. They will probably, right? Yeah. Like, what else can you do to it? It's a perfect scan. So if you have that Sony Pictures Classic set, you already know. And I'm glad to see that some of these movies are coming to 4K separately. Because it mm. does kind of suck when they get locked into a set and people can't get it. Like, right. Taxi Driver is locked behind the Columbia Classics 4K set. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you can't get that unless you got... And it's a beautiful 4K. Same thing with the uh, the social network, which I think I've heard you knock before in the past. As the I've face. never seen it. No. It's a great movie. David Fincher. Eh. That's you know, he, he just brought us, you know, movies like Seven, Zodiac, Gone Girl, you know, little movies like that, Fight Those Club. Are, yeah, great movies. So what do you think? The social network might be better than all that. Uh, well, I don't want to watch a movie about Facebook. <laughs> it's not about Facebook. I don't think you understand. I, I guess I don't. Come on, you're not going to get better than Seven or Fight Club. No, I, I agree with that, actually. No. If I was going to rate my top three David Fincher movies, it would be Seven, Fight Club, and uh, Zodiac. I haven't watched Zodiac yet. Zodiac is awesome. Zodiac might be number one, actually. i got to check that out. Yeah. That's a good one. Oh, it's such a good movie. Uh, also, spoiler alert, they never figure out who did it. In Zodiac? Yep. Hmm. Mainly because they never figured it out in real life. Gotcha. I don't think he's out there hunting anymore, though. He's probably dead. Maybe. If he was out there hunting, now he'd be like 100. You'd hmm. think that he's fucking out there still killing people? You never, never know. You really don't know. And that's really what the thing that it boils down to. And actually, I, one thing I want to ask you, non-physically, non-physical related. I guess it's physical in person, but you last night knocked a certain drink huh? via text message to me that it hurt. What? You knocked the drink that I enjoy. Like, you knocked it up with your words. I don't remember this message. Well, I don't like McDonald's, if you guys oh, were wondering. That. I hate McDonald's, so I don't go to McDonald's ever. But... Around this time of year, a certain milkshake comes out in honor of St. Patty's Day called the Shamrock Shake. And I like to get like 10 of these a season before they... I am a diehard McDonald's guy. You are. McDonald's is probably my favorite. And now you got all these McDonald's wannabe fans coming out of the woodwork to get this stupid fucking shake. (laughs) And it's just disgusting. You know, just get a regular chocolate shake because they're good there. No, First of all, does their shake machine ever work? And of course it does. It's the ice cream machine that doesn't work. Oh, it's the ice cream machine? Yeah. Yeah, the thing with, uh, whatever the hell. They rip off of a blizzard or whatever the hell it their was. Their McFlurries are very good. Awesome. They are when they work. I do like a McFlurry. The only thing to stay away from at McDonald's besides the stupid shamrock shake is the fish. Okay, listen. Don't get the fish at McDonald's. I hate the scent of McDonald's, to Mc- be honest uh, with I love McDonald's. No, McDonald's. Taco Bell's the best. As far as Disagree. I've said it here before, and I'll say it again. Taco Bell is not only the greatest fast food restaurant. It's the greatest restaurant to ever grace this planet. Yo quiero Taco Bell. 
is the best food you're ever gonna find. You put and a $300 steak in front of me, or you wanna say, hey, let's go to Taco Bell and get a quesarito or a cheesy gordita crunch, I'm going to Taco Bell every time. The funny part is he is not kidding. I'm not kidding. That is disgusting. No, I love Taco Bell. I, I I'm mean, getting Taco Bell tomorrow, actually. If, if I never had Taco Bell again, I would probably be okay with it. Like, That's ridiculous. I don't need Taco Bell. I will trade in every other fast food restaurant and keep Taco Bell. No way. You're... <laughs> You're missing out. I'm McDonald's, tired. White Castle, Checkers, Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A is overrated. I'm going to say it here now. Chick-fil-A is good, but the problem is their portion sizes are way but too small. Everything I just listed, I will choose over Taco Bell. That's nuts. That is nuts. Nothing is better than Taco Bell. Except everything I listed. Although I listen to Kind of Funny, and they're always talking about Snowbike Mike going to In-N-Out. <laughs> In-N-Out, and yeah. I've been to In-N-Out. In-N-Out is great, but it's yeah. just we don't have one over here because we're on the East Coast. But again, now, In-N-Out, is that like a McDonald's? I feel like that's like the step above, like kind of like a Go Burger or Smash Burger. No, it's literally just like McDonald's. But is it the same price? I feel like it's more I, expensive. I haven't been to an In-N-Out since 2013. Now I'm getting hungry. I know. Actually, no, it's been 10 years. But you want to go to McDonald's? No, I don't want to ever go to McDDonald's. <laughs> Although I'm in a problem. I'm having a pot. My wife's making a pot roast so tonight. So oh, that's delicious. Is it? You don't, Are you worried about a pot roast? I mean, you I need garlic bread. I Well, that was what I was just going to say. I can't make a sandwich out of it. That's the only what? thing. What? Well, I like to make sandwiches out of things. Like, I, I'm a big... <laughs> Like you, you've made fun of my palate. Like I eat wraps, chicken, grilled chicken wraps, five days a week, and then on the weekends I splurge. Usually I go to like my favorite restaurants. I'll get like Taco Bell, or I'll go to like a hero place. Like I, I so <laughs> I don't like to just sit down. I'm like I'm not a guy who likes steak and potatoes and stuff like that. Like where you have like that three. I, I like everything on a sandwich. I will just love a hero. I can eat a hero every day, or a burger. I can eat a cheeseburger every day, but come on. Like uh, a but the sandwiches you and you eat cold sandwiches. Yeah, I can eat both. Well, no, I, it's got to be a hot sandwich. Oh no, I can eat anything. I can eat a cold, hot. I just love sandwiches. Like a chicken parm sandwich, that's good. Yeah, um, except for the red sauce. Well, once you got me hooked on the Rocco, the Rocco, they, when they we, swap it out for vodka yeah, sauce. That's yeah, much yeah. better. Get rid of the red sauce, vodka sauce with fresh mutts on a chicken parm. Mm 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 on garlic bread. Yeah, that, that no, that, that is really good. Stuff. Again, another problem is portion size. You, you could, I could probably eat two of those in one sitting. Jeez. Yeah, I love food. I like food too. <laughs> I, I really do. But uh, I mean, I don't. I, I get a rice bowl and split it with Danielle sometimes with, when we do that. Well, okay, that was one thing. Uh, I hated that rice bowl that you made me get. Actually. Really? Yeah, it was too much. It was they put way too much stuff on it. Too much cheese, too much sauce. I was like, uh, I actually had like three bites and we Because you had to use a fork. Well, that was part of the problem, yeah. Not, see, he's, if you notice, he's not very civilized. He's more of a caveman. <laughs> the fork, he's still learning the fork. He's having an issue with it. That's why everything on a sandwich, finger foods. This He's good with the finger foods. Still makes a mess. Um, we're, we're working on the fork. But anyway. Finger foods are great. That's why people love medieval times. You know, yeah, it's in the I cable guess. guy. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah, but uh, there's not really much news as far as that. Like, there's just some. You like, keep talking. I'm gonna go gather some of my. Yeah, gather my some news. of your stuff. Other things coming out. So tomorrow, this is Sunday, so it been, I'll probably have a short about it yesterday. Now in your time, but it's Friday when we're recording. Uh, I would have seen Ant Man: Quantum Mania 
And I am not looking forward to this movie, which really upsets me to say because I used to be the hugest Marvel fan. I just feel like MCU in general has gone downhill since Endgame, and I'm not looking forward to seeing this at all. The reviews aren't great, and it hurts me to say that because I used to love Marvel movies. Now, I think what happened was they just got too overboard with the shows. Now, I'm going to stop you right there. Okay, stop um, me right there. Because I'm a little upset that I'm not caught up because I do want to see this in theaters, because Ant-Man is one of my favorites. Uh, however, since Endgame, I just feel like, you know... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Doctor Strange was... It, it kind of got good again, but it was just... It doesn't feel the same as, like... No, I no, felt... we're not building towards anything, I feel like, anymore. No, and, like, we and have... And now that uh, all the, the main characters that we love, they're all gone. Yes, so, and I haven't gotten attached to, and unfortunately, obviously, Chadwick Boseman passed away, and Spider-Man yeah. hasn't been around because that's a Sony property, we lost Robert Downey Jr., and then the other characters, they just kind of water them down with the MCU shows. Yeah, like, so I'm just, I'm having a tough time enjoying it and wanting to come back for more, but I, you know... I might do this on the side, or maybe we'll turn it into a series, but I want to start from the beginning, Iron Man 1, and I want to watch them all. Probably going to do the Disney Plus streams for the IMAX scenes. I have all of them on Blu-ray up until the first 4K. I think my first 4K was Guardians 2. That makes sense. Yeah, that's one thing that kind of sucked is they switched to 4K and you had to go back. And they don't give you the best 4K experience Right, model. yeah. Again, because we've had this decision, do you watch the 4K? Do you watch the stream? So, I mean, I'm going to use my Apple TV, the newest edition of the Apple TV 4K on my, my screen and all that stuff. I, I compared it to the disc, and it, it's really not a huge difference, and you, it's more of a benefit on the the streaming side because you have the IMAX scenes where the audio is slightly better on the disc, um, you know, because the disc is definitely going to have the better audio because it's on it's not uncompressed. As well, it's not uncompressed; it's just less compressed. Mm. That's that's the biggest issue, and it, it is a shame because I, if they would release a box set right now today for. Three hundred dollars, four Ks from Iron Man to the newest movie, four K, IMAX, Dolby Atmos, HDR, Dolby Vision. A lot of people would buy that. I know. Because, I would buy that. Oh, you because the thing is, you could sell off your whole previous collection because we do have a lot on four K, and I have they have a lot of nice steel books too. They do, and I was buying them. Well, I think I the last the last one I got was no the home, Doctor right? Strange. Oh yeah, Doctor Strange was after No Way Home. Multiverse of Madness. That was the last one you saw, but I guess the only ones you haven't seen are Wakanda Forever, Shang-Chi, and Eternals. Right. Um, yeah, and I think you'll be kind of disappointed overall. I think that uh, Eternals is awful. So. See, I heard it was good. I mean, you got to see for yourself. I Okay, so yeah. I've never watched a Marvel movie and been like... Like, that was a bad movie. I walked out of Iron Man 2 thinking that was a bad movie. And every time I've seen it since, I still think it's a bad movie. No, definitely not Iron Man 2. Like, that's way too early for it to be a bad movie. Um, the first one that I got a little upset was The Last Thor. Love and Thunder was like, eh. So you thought that was worse than the Thor of the Dark World? Oh, yeah. The Dark World's atrocious. I don't remember it much, but I, I don't remember Thor, it. Thor, Love and Thunder, with the problem with that was... Okay, so Thor Ragnarok is my favorite MCU movie. And then they took that... And they took the comedy and they said, let's just up that to 10. And I think they just went too far with Love and Thunder. Yeah, I don't know. I just... But what do you got there? 
I gotta do a watch through. Um, yeah, so these are a couple of my recent pickups. I just picked up a new release of Blades of Glory. Oh, that's provocative. No, it's not. It's it gets gross. the people going. It's just, that's a new one. Yeah, this is the newer one that was just released recently. Um, <clears throat> I'm not sure exactly why they reprinted that. Maybe just to put digital codes in it. I'm not sure. Pick that up. Uh, as we spoke earlier, I think we were talking about Knives Out, right? Mm -hmm. So I just grabbed this. I might watch this tonight if I can convince my girlfriend to watch that. She'll love it too, so I don't know. She shouldn't need convincing. It's a good right. one. Right. Uh, Shout Factory just had a sale, so this was only a few dollars <sighs> that off. That one kills me. But Happy Death Day, um, the original. I had part two on 4K already, so I, I wanted to upgrade the original because I remember liking it a lot. I love Happy Death Day, and I love Happy Death Day 2. It's too. actually one of these two tonight is what I'm watching. Happy Death Day 2 is just as good. The problem is <laughs> I bought the Blu-rays before the 4Ks came out, mm. and now I have them just on Blu-ray. Yeah, I And have, now I want to upgrade them. I only had the first one on Blu-ray. I didn't have the second. And I bought the Blu-rays right before the 4Ks were announced. Right. So, of course, you yeah, know, that's that usually typical. how it happens. And uh, as I mentioned earlier, I'm doing all the Steve-O uh, Steve podcast. So with The Ringer comes Bad Grandpa. Again, this one was expensive on Amazon also, but I found it on eBay for like 8 bucks. This is the point five. So this is... You with know, the extended scenes and everything yeah, like that. Yeah, there's like extra scenes. shit and all that in there. So I don't remember if I've actually ever seen Bad Grandpa. That's more of like a straightforward kind What's of movie. What's the other one with... De this is not the one with De Niro, right? No, that's Dirty Grandpa. Dirty Grandpa, I've yeah. seen. So I never, I don't think I ever seen Bad Grandpa. It's just Johnny Knoxville and makeup with a kid, yeah, like, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. they like do like. So it's like a story is it, combined. Is it a story or is it all skits? It's a mixture. Gotcha. So like they do real skits to people, but they're in character, and then it's a mm. story between him playing this kid's grandpa. So it's kind of a mixture of what. It's still directed by Jeff Trebane. Yeah. So it's still like the, the jackass guys. And I'm still blown away with the jackass guys and the fact that Spike Jones is a producer on all this. And this is a guy who makes all these like thought-provoking philosophical... That is the same guy? Same guy who made her and uh, like what other movies? Do the did? Right Thing, right? You know, that's Richard Linklater. But Spike Jones, it's crazy. It's just he did like all these other movies. Serious and then who's Spike Lee? Spike Lee is a different director who directed like Do the Right Thing and Malcolm X. You just said that was something Linklater that did the right Do the Right Thing. Oh, I meant I thought you said uh, what's the movie you're reviewing this week? Dazed and Confused. Dazed and Confused. I thought that's what you said. Oh no no. That's Richard Linklater. I misheard okay. you. Okay. Yeah, no, Spike Lee and Spike Jones are two. Yeah, because they were talking about uh. I forget which one. I think it was Je he had, Steve O had Jeff Tremaine on, and they were talking about Spike Lee. Spike Jones. Or Sp Spike Jones. Or actually, maybe it was the Knoxville one. I don't remember which one it was. But uh, I've been into Jackass lately, so we just watched uh, Jackass 1, Jackass 2. Uh, we've been going through Viva La Bam. Because uh, I have all these physical. Uh, actually, they're upstairs. I actually have your Viva La Bams. You, well, gave, the, you got doubles. Yeah. Those are my aunts. Um, so yeah, I had uh, I have been watching those. We just did that, so that's why I picked up this, uh, the Ringer, and actually on Amazon right now it's on sale. You can get the complete collection, the complete Jackass collection. It's got season one, season two, the lost episodes, Jackass one, Jackass two, Jackass two point five, Jackass three, Jackass three point five, and uh, Bad Grandpa and Bad Grandpa point five. All of that. On DVD for 15 bucks. That's a steal. That's amazing. Given it's on DVD. And it is DVD. However, the only thing in that set that is available on Blu-ray also is Bad Grandpa and Jackass 3. So, yeah, you're not so really losing you're out. You're not missing too much, you know? You, you don't, you, I mean, I double-dipped on Bad Grandpa, and I already had Jackass 3. But I actually just bought Jackass 3.5 
because that's the extended with all extra scenes and stuff like that. Gotcha. So, that's in the mail. Interesting. All right, so you grabbed a lot this but week. But yeah, next week is going to, well, a lot. if you think this is a lot, wait till next episode where oh, everything yeah. I ordered the past two days. We just have to remember <laughs> to keep putting this, because I'm going to be getting a lot soon too. I also, uh, another vinegar syndrome thing, I didn't even bring up, I forgot to bring it, and I got a slipcover with it, Death Wish 2, because everyone wanted to see me review Death Wish 2 after I reviewed Death Wish 1, so mm-hmm. and it had a vinegar syndrome 4K, really nice one with a nice slipcover, so eventually I'm going to review that too. But Matt, do you want to dive into the questions? Sure. Okay, so we got a lot of questions. Uh, actually, no, we don't. We've got a few questions. I don't know why I said a lot. I'm stupid at me. I just felt like saying it. And this one is from Uncle V. Okay. And he is, very simply, favorite Bond girl and villain. Can you even name a Bond girl? Natalia. Natalia? Goldeneye. <laughs> That's the only one you can name? I figured that. Yeah. And Honey Rider from Dr. No. Because <laughs> we just watched that. Uh, so yeah, I no, I can't name. Oh, who's the one Halle Berry played? I forget her. Oh well, I can't remember her name, but that movie's bad. <laughs> that's the one Pierce Bronson one I remember not really liking. Yes, I think that's Tomorrow Never Die. No, that's not Tomorrow. That's World Is Not Enough. I think. Oh uh, yeah, that's the one with the Asian guy. Yes, yes. And he had the holes in his face with the diamonds or some shit, right? That was also that's not the diamonds in the face. Was that the world is not enough? Or was that that's the world is not that enough? That is, yeah, yeah. yeah that was something there on ice. Y- yes, right. Okay, I think you're right with that. I haven't seen the Pierce Bronson ones. The only ones I go back to is Goldeneye. The rest I, I Tomorrow scared. Never Dies is good. Tomorrow Never Dies I saw in the theaters. I remember specifically, and I think I've only seen it that one time. Really? Same thing with the one with Halle Berry. What's, Do you have it? No, I got to grab that. So I'm not done collecting my Bond movies because... See, I did it all once. You did that. So mine are individually packed by actor. And the reason I did this is because I never planned on watching through all of them again like this. I only planned on cherry picking the ones I liked. So I wasn't a Roger Moore guy, so I skipped all the Roger Moore ones. (laughs) And then I also didn't grab the rest of the Pierce Bronson ones except for Goldeneye because I think only Goldeneye is the really good Pierce Bronson one. Even though Pierce Bronson's great as James Bond, so now I have to go back and finish up those collections. Although they're all really cheap, they're like sixteen bucks for mm-hmm. like each each actor. Yeah. But I do have Timothy Dalton's, which you've never seen the Timothy Dalton ones. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, That's the one you said he you the the guy from. Uh, this isn't a complete set anymore either. This no. is only twenty four of them. This ends at Spectre. Spectre. 2015. Yep. After Spectre, we had I think only I think the only one after Spectre is No Time to Die. So you're only missing one. Oh, you well, have. Well, I got that on 4K. Yeah, yeah. So that's your only one on 4K. Yep. Yeah. And eventually, I'm sure they'll all have a big 4K collection, which will just piss me off because now now it's going to be a mess all over the place at that point. Mm. Forget it. It'll be a just a disaster. So for me, my favorite Bond girl, and this one might be a little emotional. That's from Casino Royale Vesper. I thought she was the greatest. And I don't want to spoil anything with her because Matt hasn't seen Casino Royale. I haven't seen any of the Daniel Craig ones. Yeah, so I don't want to spoil her arc because actually she plays a big role through the whole thing. And then my favorite Bond villain is also from a Daniel Craig movie. And that is uh, from Skyfall. Javier Bardem's character is amazing in that movie. See, gun to my head, I always liked Jaws. 
Oh, really? Of course. Yeah. That makes sense, though. Yeah, th that was, uh, I forget what, was that gold? He's in a couple. Is that the one with, the, oh, okay. He, man with the Golden Gun, I think. Is that the one with Christopher Lee in that one, too? I, I always get mixed up. I just remember, because George is the really, really tall guy in the, the suspenders. And yeah, the metal with teeth. the metal teeth. But hey. I remember them in, in the Egyptian, they were like in the pyramids or some shit. Yes. I he's think in that a was the man with the Golden Gun. He's or in a like couple, that. I believe. He's a famous henchman. Um... <laughs> so funny that actor do you remember what other movie he's in no happy gilmore he's the big tall guy who gets the ball stuck on his foot and he's like you can count on me waiting for you in the parking lot uh was he in ace ventura also he might have been was he's that the the guy that had to get away from the door warning assholes are closer than the oh yes that might be him, that right? might be the same guy i recognize him from uh happy, happy gilmore Gil with but the hard hat on when he shoots the guy in the, the guy with the hard hat with yeah, the nail right that's yeah, him that's uh, the, yeah he was in ace ventura he was the guy in the beginning yeah is that the same actor beating the car with the back <laughs> yeah i believe so sounds yeah. broken most likely, sir, but I bet it was something nice. <laughs> Ace, you've been had by Ace Ventura. That's a, I love that opening, kicking it around on the streets, slams it in the fucking elevator door. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Mind if I pet him? Who's that boozer? Who's that boozer? I love Ace Ventura. I love Ace Ventura. That's disturbing. What? Me doing that or Ace Ventura? You. Why am I disturbed? It's going to scare the people away like that. No, they know who I am by now, right? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this isn't a question, but it's a request for one, for me to do a review. I want to see if you just heard of this movie. John, do a 3 o'clock. This is actually that last question I should probably tell you guys. Since I said it was Uncle V, right? But this is from Carlos Chavez. He says, nice video. John, do a 3 o'clock high review. I don't think you have seen this movie, and I haven't. It's an 80s cold fin. And I also just saw that this has a Shout Factory release. Really? Mm-hmm. So, have you ever heard of that movie? Three O'Clock High? Mm-hmm. No? No, I, I have Full Moon High from... Uh, Sounds like a vampire movie. From sh It's a... Werewolf movie. Werewolf movie. No. Um, from Shout Factory. Mm-mm. That came in the horror pack. Yeah, you uh, just see some of the weirdest horror movies. No, I never saw mm -hmm. it. It, no? it. It came in the horror pack. I just I know I have that on my shelf. Mm -mm. I haven't gotten to it yet. Horror pack. Uh, we did. We were doing that for a little while. That turned out to be a disappointment. Uh, overall, yes, there was some good gems in there, but overall, I mean, uh, you haven't watched them all. No, I didn't watch them all. No, no. but some of them I just like. Uh, I'm not even interested. in. What was the movie we tried to do? Something colors. That was the one. Morbid that, colors. Morbid colors. That I'll never forget till the day I die. Yeah. That was a bad one. So Kevin got us with a couple questions. Kevin L. He has a. Oh, this is a good one. What are the most underrated and overrated movies from Adam Sandler and Jim Carrey? So underrated and overrated for both of them. Underrated, overrated. For Adam Sandler and Jim Carrey. Hmm. So for Jim Carrey, I think his most underrated movie, I was going to say probably Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. I don't know how other people rate that, but I think that movie is almost a perfect film. And it's I've a drama. never seen it. Yeah, I know, but let's, you know, it's you will like it. And actually, we were just talking about Spike Jonze, so mm. yeah. Charlie Kaufman script kind of deal. I think you would like that. So my most overrated Jim Carrey performance is How the Grinch Stole Christmas, directed by Overrated. Ron Howard. I think that movie is bad. I don't. Know I love that movie. I, I actually, I don't think it's bad. I just I, I get freaked out by the how I would the look. I would almost say that's underrated. I feel like that's not talked about enough. I thought that your most. And under I just saw something. He was coming back. Jim Carrey for a sequel to that. To that. 
Yeah. Really? I saw, I saw something about that. I saw his comeback. Maybe to, it's just a fake fucking maybe. thing somebody made. But but he's, I mean, he's perfectly cast in that movie. I just oh, don't really enjoy that movie. I, I thought that you were going to say, like, most people probably would say most underrated is probably the cable guy. Because that was like a flop and like people didn't like that at the time. But I don't love the cable me guy. Me neither. I don't love the cable guy either. I think it's rated just fine. Jim Carrey's good in it. Uh, my problem is, and I just, I, I'm not a big Matthew Broderick guy. Mm. I'm not even the biggest Ferris Bueller's Day Off guy. Like, I'm not. Like, yeah, uh, I can't say I am either. So, but I think that's a generational thing. What was the thing I just watched him in that I actually enjoyed him in? War Games. War Games. That's mm, what it was, right? Yeah, he's that, good. He was good in that. Yeah. I I like him in the. I think it's the movie Election. Yeah, that movie's pretty good from '99 or 2000. He's good in that. But like, he's good in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. But I don't know. I just have him. There's something about him. It mm. rubs me the wrong way. I'm not a big fan of him. Although I did see Inspector Gadget in theaters like an idiot back in like that was him. Huh? Yeah. yeah, I saw that in theaters too. Yeah. I used to love that cartoon. Oh, the cartoon is awesome. The cartoon yeah. still holds up. I I still would love to know what what's his name's hand looks like, but mm. I mean what his face looks like. We no, just see I, that damn hand. I forget his name. And then another question from Kevin L. Uh, and this was a good one. What are your top? Oh no, did you do Adam Sandler? What's your most underrated, overrated Adam Sandler movie? Adam Sandler, underrated, overrated. Underrated for me is his best movie, Wedding Singer. I think that movie is perfect. I think that's his best film. I love The Wedding Center Singer. These are. That's kind of hard for me to say though, because I I don't. I feel like I'm part of the majority. You like most of his movies? Yeah, I. I like I would probably overrate for Adam Sandler the movie Grown Ups. Like people love that movie, even like I know family of mine. Loves, I thought it was good. It's uh, all right. I, but, I, yeah, again, it's not my favorite. I, if that's held in high regard, then sure, maybe it's a bit overrated. Um, Depends who's regarding it. Mr. Deeds. You think it's overrated? I like Mr. Deeds. I remember liking it, but I don't. Again, it's been years. You got to see. There's some good jokes in there. Like, uh, there's a joke in there where he he gets the Jets and he ends up firing the Jets quarterback, and he tells his dad that he just didn't appreciate the language that he was using around women, and his dad's like, "You use foul language in front of a lady." No, Daddy, no! <laughs> no, I can't remember that movie at like all. Like, his dad's just so disappointed that he would be cursing in front of women. Like, funny. <laughs> it was such a good joke. I gotta check that out. Is that on Blu-ray? Uh, Mr. D, I hope so. Steve Buscemi with the crossed yeah, you eyes. You don't have it? No, I, I haven't seen Mr. D's in a long time, but I remember liking Mr. D's a lot. <laughs> yeah, let's li- live action. Let's see what Amazon has. Continue. All right, while you do that, I'm gonna do the next question with Kevin L. What are your top three Ben Stiller characters? Ooh, and this is a good one. I'm gonna go right out of the gate. His number one character is probably Zoolander. <laughs> oh, Blue Steel. Um, I think mm, the- I really like him in Dodgeball. Dodgeball is gonna be my number two. <laughs> I, I liked him in. Uh, it wasn't even like a full movie, but when he was the uh, the orderly in, the- in uh, that's my number three. What movie is that? That's in. Um, we were just talking about it before, and I'm trying. It's to, an uh, Adam Sandler movie. Right? Yeah. Uh, Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. Yeah, yeah, the best scene in that movie is him when he's yeah. like, he's like, the lady comes up, my head. Yeah, because he's making them work to knit quilts, like, and then he sells them, and the girl, he's like, 
my hands hurt. And he's like, oh, your hands hurt? Well, now your back's going to hurt because you just pulled landscaping. Didn't yeah. You? <laughs> that, does anyone else's hands hurt? <laughs> yeah. Mr. Deeds. Uh, Blu-ray. Originally $20 on sale. twelve eighty-seven. Free delivery tomorrow. I Not guess, bad. I guess so that'll be uh, your Yeah, tomorrow. I probably should grab that too. Mr. Deeds is great. I really, I can't believe that's the one you picked is overrated. Mr. Deeds is It's been a long time. That hurts. I like Winona Ryder's in this? Yeah. No She's shit. the love interest, I believe. Uh, okay, I'm going to pick this up. Yeah, oh, you really haven't seen Mr. Deeds in a long time. Oh, you know what's one that's actually underrated that people forgot about for Adam Sandler? Just to circle back. Uh, Anger Management with Jack Nicholson. I used mm. to like that movie. Now, I haven't seen that since I was a, when it first came out. I was pretty young. Probably, like, I don't remember when it came out. But I used to really like that movie a lot. That was a good old Jack Nicholson performance. I don't know if I've ever seen Anger Management. Really? Jack Nicholson and Adam Sandler. It's pretty. You know, I feel like I might have a lot of holes in my Adam Sandler. Oh, there was catalog. a point in my life where, from Miss, from Big Daddy on, I think I saw every movie in the movie theaters up until Pixels, which was like 2014 for Adam. Sandler. I was a huge Adam Sandler guy growing so up. So was I, but yeah. I must have just missed it. Like I remember Fifty First Dates. I remember going to the theaters with you. That was a birthday yeah. movie for me. It was but I still have a sealed copy of uh, Fifty First Dates. Oh, I haven't seen Fifty First Dates in a long time, but I love Fifty First Dates. Yeah, I have it, it sealed for 15 years now. <laughs> you have the same memory as Drew Barrymore, maybe slightly better than because yeah. <laughs> oh, you forget yeah. things almost instantly. It's instantly, yeah. and that's that's kind of good. When, like if you're into movies and watching movies, it's kind of good because like I'll forget the plot. Yeah, that's why Matt has to do his uh, reviews like literally after the movie ends. Minutes. He has to, he has to set up the camera. Or the movie's over. I jump off the couch and I get in front of the camera, yeah. and I still sometimes forget <laughs> what the fuck's going on. We had a hard time doing Doctor No because Matt had a hard time remembering anything, and he watched it well, last night. I was diagnosed with ADHD as a child. So was I. <laughs> I, I. I cannot pay attention. I cannot retain information. No, I have a very good... I'm very good at retaining information. Yeah, actually. I'm not. Not even close. Like, I, I take notes for most of the movies I watch, but that's actually... It's good for you because you can rewatch stuff. I have to take years off because the movie's almost ingrained in my mind. And mm. I, I rewatching it, I'm just like, I've seen it. I've seen it. Unless I really love it. Yeah. You know, I'm going to get the nostalgic feelings back. But a regular movie, like, somebody asked us today if we're going to review The Fablemans. I just watched that two months ago. I could tell you the whole movie right now. I don't need to rewatch it. So if you want to review the 4K, you can. I, I, I need I a year. I don't think that's my type of movie. It's definitely not your type of movie. It's yeah. a Spielberg movie, but it's definitely not your type of Spielberg. It's a shame. Yeah. I mean, it still looks, it's Spielberg. It's still beautiful. But back to Ben Stiller. So I think I've narrowed down my three. You have any more besides Zoolander, Dodgeball, and uh, Happy Gilmore's characters? Like I liked him in Heavyweight. Attention campers, lunch has been canceled today due to lack of hustle. She was awesome in Heavyweight. the same characters in Dodgeball. It is, yeah. <laughs> but again, that's why I liked it. Uh, yeah. Tropic Thunder, he was great in. He's good. I'm not a big Tropic Thunder guy. He's uh, good in that, though. You know, Gaylord Fokker and, mm. and Meet the Parents. That's, that's Ooh, Along Came Polly. His character in that is Along good. Came Polly. Uh, you don't like that one? I like Philip Seymour Hoffman in that. The, ba the Rain dance. Yeah, that's the only good scene is the <laughs> basketball scene. Yeah. And that's about it. Oh, and I never heard of a shark until that movie. A shark? Yeah. yeah. That movie told me what a shark was. <laughs> Along came Polly. Yeah. Well, that movie's the Ben Stiller. He did that movie Duplex. Who was that with? I can't remember, but I might have been Drew Barrymore. I don't know. He was, I guess you got it. Oh, Along, uh, Something About Mary. Something About Mary. He is Great in that, the Farley yep. Brothers. I love something about Mary, actually. Uh, what else has been? We did talk about? about Meet the Parents already, but mm -hmm. definitely the first two were great. Mm -hmm. uh, ben Stiller, man, he's been around a long time. Yeah. Still around, actually, making stuff. He directed a bunch of stuff. 
his dad was Jerry Stiller. Man, yeah. Ben Stiller is great. Yeah. So, all right. I think we answered that question. We have one more question, and this is Anthony Gonzalez. And he asked, favorite Stoner comedy? Mine is Up in Smoke, which is what? stoner comedy. Stoner so comedy. So for all the smokers out there. Ooh. Uh. See, this is, this is what I like. Mine is Up in Smoke, which is getting a 4K release soon, which is awesome. Uh, I love Cheech and Chong Up in Smoke. That's my mom's favorite stoner movie for sure, because my mom does like to indulge in a little bit of marijuana, <laughs> as do I. <laughs> it's legal here in New York, though, so... You know, we're allowed to. Mine's easy. I'm surprised you're having a hard time. I thought we'd actually have the same one. I, I feel like a stoner. I'm, I'm fucking... You're forgetting? I, I'm drawing a blank here. Strange Wilderness really comes to mind. Oh, actually, that I didn't even think of that. That Strange, totally skipped Strange my mind. Strange Wilderness comes to mind. That's a good one. I was going to go Half-Baked. I mean, it's oh, classic. Oh, Half-Baked is hysterical. You yeah, know? That, that's a good one. Take uh, me to Samson. Yeah. Fly me to the moon. <laughs> Billy Bong Thornton. Yeah, <laughs> that movie's great with the. Um, oh my god. But uh, another one that you probably like this even if you don't smoke, Pineapple Express. That oh yeah, I love Pineapple. That's Express. my. That and Superbad. Yeah. I, I, I love both of those. Well, Pineapple Express is a real stoner movie. That, right. That, the yeah. whole movie revolves around weed. Weed. You yeah, know? yeah. And yeah, like, yeah. I just want a big old stack of flapjacks with some nice butter melting on it oh uh, harold and kumar oh yeah they're all those are all three harold of and kumar go to white castle that's that's fantastic the whole trilogy is great i think yeah. from beginning to end even got uh guantanamo bay is good mm. it's okay. christmas man, yeah. i'm just i'm trying to look at my my how high we didn't bring up section. how high yeah i just watched that not too long ago. Uh, how high holds up does oh. it? Method Man and Red Man. I love that I think, movie. Yeah, I liked it too. Yeah. Got Bud. Yeah. Got Papers. <laughs> what else? Uh, would you say Fanboys is a stoner comedy? I guess because Seth Rogen, right? Anything with Seth Rogen's got to have a little bit of a stoner punch yeah, to it. Yeah. Or I heard that's the end. Seth Rogen's like my hero. I heard that if you go to his office, he, wherever studio he works for, he has an office there. They said if you go to like near it, it just reeks of pot. I'm like, <laughs> I gotta get together with Seth Rogen. <laughs> the um. What was that? This is the end, or yes, this is the end. Yeah, he wrote all those movies with uh, Did he? with like Evan Goldberg as writing partner. Seth Rogen, man, he's very underrated. He does a lot. What about the uh, the Clerks movies? Did I guess with Clerks too, definitely. In particularly, well, I think Jay and Silent Bob is probably a stoner. Oh yeah, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Yeah, because yeah, that's mostly because they're stoners. Jay and yeah, Silent, they sell weed. Right? Yep, that's definitely a stoner movie. Uh, um, ba -ba 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 -ba. I'm trying to think. Well, you, Cheech and Chong is the most famous of the stoner stuff. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen any of their movies. Up in Smoke, the one he's talking about, that, mm. getting a 4K release is awesome. Really? Yeah. Hmm. So, uh, uh, yeah, and I, I've seen all those because again, my mom. Big Cheech and Chong fan, so she always she'll always send me clips from right. that and everything like that. What about uh, the Friday movies? Do you think those are stoners? First one, hundred percent. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I love Friday. Friday is amazing. Yeah, Friday is amazing. Yeah. Actually, Ice Cube's uh, like his stoner acting is pretty damn good. Mm. Or yeah. don't be a menace in, while South in South Central while drinking your juice in the hood. Oh, speaking of which, I rewatched. I think I might have mentioned that I rewatched. I'm gonna get you sucker last week. Oh, that, and you have to see that movie. It's so funny. I've never <laughs> even heard of it. It's Keanu Ivory Wayne. That was his second movie, but he. It's so good. It's the year before in Living Color came out and, mm. and it's very similar jokes as uh, Don't Be a Menace in South Central while drinking your juice in the hood which I guess that means Scary Movie is because uh, Shorty's smoking the whole time yeah and then doesn't he get smoked in Scary Movie too yeah. <laughs> the yeah. tree rolls him up yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Put the shorty down. <laughs> yeah. I actually almost put that on last night to go to sleep. What? Scary Movie 2. Oh, really? Because I watched Scary Movie 1 like a month ago. Oh, really? Yeah, so I was like kind of in the movie. Scary Movie 2, I think, is the best one, right? I think the first Scary Movie is the best. Scary Movie 2 has a, the iconic opening where they spoof uh, The Exorcist. is really funny. Yes. Your mother's in here. Yes, Mom. You Did you get out of there? You're yeah. no fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. I think we covered all our stoner bases there. So. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think we covered everything here this week on Let's Talk Physical Media, would you say? Yeah, not bad. You know, um, I'm excited to share everything I've gotten this week. Next on week? next week's episode. <laughs> I have a pretty big pile, yeah. Yeah, uh, so I guess next week, maybe we won't get any news and we can just have Matt show off everything he's got. And I'll well, bring some stuff over that yeah, I've gotten, too. Don't make it all about me here, you know. Don't put me on the spot. <laughs> bring your stuff and we'll... Well, the problem is, is my wife watches this stuff and a lot of stuff, I, you know, I kind of slide in there without her noticing because we're mm-hmm. not, you know, bills are tight, money's tight, and uh, shouldn't really be buying 4Ks. You know, I'm putting the whole family at a... <laughs> so that's where you backfill a lot of the cheap Blu-rays. That's true. That's true. But I've gotten some Vinegar Syndrome stuff. I've been in a real Vinegar Syndrome mood lately. Right. I don't know. I, I just love their pack. Dude, their slip covers. If you get... The way they do their slip covers, it's just nice. amazing. I, I, I'm I, sorry. I just think they do such a phenomenal job. They the f- are. They, so, they do. You know, they're, they're not cheap. No. Nope. I don't know why I'm whispering. There's a microphone on me. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, guys, that's going to do it for us this week on Let's Talk Physical Media. We have a meeting with our account to tell us how bad we are at money right now. So we're going to hop on out of here and go head over to that. And we'll be here next week. And if you like these types of videos, nothing helps out more than by you liking this video, subscribing to the channel, looking us up on all podcast services, subscribing to us there, giving a couple of five-star men a couple of five-star ratings, and then going to your local video store if they still exist and telling all your friends there about us. Mm.